So I wanted to, I saw this, uh, this Facebook <coughs> post last week and I found it very disturbing and I wanted to kind of share <coughs> some thoughts with you about this um, because I think it's, it's important for us to kind of realize this kind of stuff. So in the late 1890s, around, or actually early 1890s, um, <coughs> one of the tallest trees ever grown in the world uh, was felled. It was 331 feet tall. They called it the Mark Twain. It was in California, uh, in now what's King, uh, Kings Canyon National Park. Um, and it was 1,341 years old. So according to their statistics, uh, it started growing at year 500. Um, so which is, this is it's unbelievable how large this tree was. And here's the, the sad thing about it. Here's, here's a picture of them after they decided to fell the tree. And um, you could just see how giant this thing you know, is. It's like 16 feet in diameter. Why did they make, why did they chop this tree down? They didn't chop it down because they wanted to build houses with it. Why did they chop it down? Two reasons. Number one, to see if they could. And number two, so they can actually put it in museums in New York and in London. So here is, if you ever go to New York Museum of Natural History, it's that like slice of that tree is sitting there and there's one in London and there's several all around the world. And that's why they chopped down this tree. And if you go to California now, like uh, we were just there, and I love going into the redwood forest up in California because the trees are just these giant trees and stuff. But there's so few of them left because so many of them were felled. And for sport, like it, guess how long it took for these guys to, to saw this tree down? Guess how long? 14 days. They worked, two, two men working 14 days to knock this 1300 or 331 feet tree down, right? And that's why I titled this like some things don't change because we're still doing the same stuff today, right? The climate change, you know, there's just this horrible disaster in Maui, you know, that we all heard about. And then the crazy hurricane that nobody, my cousin who lives in the Southern California area said they had a earthquake warning, a tornado warning and a hurricane warning all at the exact same time, right? That never happens. Like the earthquakes, yeah, but tornadoes and hurricanes, that's not a Southern California, you know, kind of thingy. So we are just destroying our earth and it's, it's been going on for hundreds of years. Right. And the, the real sad fact uh, is that like this tree, if it was still alive, would now be like 1400 and almost 1500 years old. Wouldn't that be cool to like see a tree that's fifth that's been around for millennia. Right. And we're just chopping things down for sport. I find this so aggravating. But and, and here's what's left of it. You can visit Kings Canyon National Park and you could you know, walk on the stump of what used to be there and used to be the, the tallest tree in the world. Um, you know, and also during the 19th century, um, you know, industrial revolution was really taking hold. So we just polluted everything, right? So this is a picture of someplace near London. And like if you, go, if you went to any of the major cities in America or across Europe, you know, in Paris or in New York or Philadelphia or Boston, this pollution was everywhere. And just yesterday, uh, one of my patients was talking to me about just pollution today. The, she lived in the town that DuPont was dumping illegal chemicals in that the movie Dark Waters was made about. She's from that town, right? 
So we don't change. Why is it that we don't change? And if, but here's the good news. The good news is that in the mid-1800s, that's when chiropractic was born, right? So we, and you know, I, this is my crazy thinking and why I bring this up to you guys, because to me, chiropractic was born because of that, right? Chiropractic was born because we're chopping down these giant trees, because we have the industrial revolution and all this craziness is going on, because we are changing the way the world was working, something had to come into the world in order to help it, right? Because we were just going in a downhill path. And to, like, I look at chiropractic as like the last best help for healthcare in the world because nobody else is doing it. Nobody else is helping people the way we are helping. Nobody else is helping kids the way we're helping kids, you know, in our offices and stuff. And then I, you know, I, I, I kind of started, it made me start thinking about this other research. So I started looking into this and the mortality rate. So, so they advertise that, look how great our mortality rate is. Like now we live longer and all this other stuff, but, and we we're having less mortality of different issues. But what this graph shows you from this one book I'm reading says, this is the mortality rate as they call it. So, but if you take out the top eight contagious diseases, then mortality rate hasn't particularly changed all that much. We're all about the same. And then when you actually look at it, and I, this is from The Economist magazine, when you look at the United States especially, in the last couple of years since the pandemic, right? Every other country has rebounded life expectancy since the pandemic, except for us. We have not rebounded since the pandemic. We're actually going down since the pandemic. Our life expectancy went down. Everybody's went down in 2020 and 21. That was expected. But why isn't ours going up like every other major country in the world is going up? Why isn't that? I don't get that. I don't get that at all. And if you look at something like this, the hard numbers, they call it. So the life expectancy, every country, Japan, France, Canada, Britain, Germany, uh, those the five like major countries here, if all the major causes of death, circulatory disease, Alzheimer's, respiratory disease, diabetes, treatable, screenable cancer, drug overdose, road accident, firearm related, etc. Every single country for the most part is doing better than us. Why is that? We are, we are like the greatest country in the world. We have like, we have everything in our disposal. Why aren't we doing it? And here's, here's my thought process. I'll get to you in a second. Here's my thought process is because we haven't sold chiropractic to the people. Now the people coming to our offices, they're sold, but we really haven't sold chiropractic to the people. And that's our like after 30, I don't know how long you've been in practice, 33 years I've been in practice, we're seeing the same number of people we were when I was in school here in 1989, right? I remember Dr. Sid saying, even back then, we were seeing 10% of the population then and 10% in 1970 when he started DE and started Life University, well, Life College back then, right? How is that possible that we're still seeing the same percent of people Right? What is it that we as chiropractors have to do to get our message out there? And to me, the answer is, is to keep on looking at these kind of things. Like this is why I look at this sort of stuff. I look at this and it's tell, like, maybe this is just my own warped brain, but I look at this and this is a chiropractic message to me. I look at this and it says more people need to hear about chiropractic because I truly believe if someone knew about chiropractic, they say, we, maybe we shouldn't chop this tree down. 
Maybe we should like leave this tree as a monument, right? Maybe we should honor a life that's been living for 1300, we should honor that life instead of chopping it down because we can. Or let's see if we can. Maybe, maybe if the people at DuPont realized that the, the, the value of human life is more than just the value of how much money they can make, they wouldn't just throw anything they wanted to in the river. And maybe if more people got adjusted, they would think that way. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is my patients are like the nicest people ever. My patients aren't the ones who are going out there doing these kind of things. And that's what I've seen over the years, right? And why we need to, why, why do we need to reach the kids? Is because if we can reach the kids and we can change their brains now as a little munchkin, then that change hopefully will manifest itself as a healthier person when they're an adult. That's at least my crazy you know, thought process that I just had to share with you. And I look at this and I'm like, and they're proud about this. They're proud of, look how, look what we did, right? But I'm, I could see use the same sentence, but in a different tone. Look what we did, right? Same sentence, just a different way to tone it. And it really means, it means so much, you know? So just coming from California and seeing these giant redwoods, um, not this particular one, uh, but seeing the giant redwoods, it made me kind of want to talk to you about this. All right.